Hello and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and it's a joy to have you here again today where we get to have a conversation about dads kicking it up a notch in loving their daughters and their sons because every kid on the planet wants a dad who's invested, right? So that's really my passion is to partner with the heart of God in bringing practical, relevant topics when it comes to dads and their kids. Yes, my focus is mostly on dads and daughters, but dads keep telling me, Dr. Michelle, this also applies to my sons. Many of them telling me, do you know that I'm actually loving my wife or the people in my life better too because of what I'm putting into action? And I say, rock on, dad. Well, you know by now that On Your Mark, Get Set, Go is the template I use each week. On Your Mark is the topic, Get Set. You're putting that topic into action because you have more understanding with stories and stats. And then the go step is the way that that week you can put that topic into action out of love for your daughter. Well, the On Your Mark piece this week is, Dad, don't let your daughter lose her muchness. Here's the get set part. So before we launch into this topic of muchness today, I want you to know that I do realize the word muchness isn't one we use a lot, but can you believe this? I looked it up in the dictionary and it's actually a word. Who knew? Well, let me ask you first, is your daughter an introvert or an extrovert? I know we're all a combination of both, right? It's on a continuum, but I'm talking about what is her predominant personality style? Because here's how I define each of these terms. An extrovert draws energy from being with people, while an introvert draws energy from being alone. Now, there's a Myers-Briggs personality inventory. You've probably heard of it. And every single time I take it, I answer one question as an introvert, which simply means I draw more energy from people than I do being alone, even though I love being alone too. So today's conversation isn't about whether your daughter is more introverted or extroverted. It's about talking about encouraging your daughter to embrace the muchness, the fullness of who she is as a girl, as a woman in her personality style. Does that make sense? Well, I want to tell you how I came up with this topic today. Dad, don't let your daughter lose her muchness. Now, I imagine you've maybe, maybe not heard of a movie. This goes all the way back to 2010. And it was Tim Burton's version of Alice in Wonderland. And you may have seen it. Johnny Depp is the Mad Hatter in it. And it really, to me, is a profound movie. If you haven't seen it, watch it with your daughter. But let me just tell you how this terminology about muchness is actually played out in the movie. I'm going to tell you about that in a little in a little bit. But here's what I want to say is one of the reasons that I love this film is because of the way that it parallels the developmental journey of a young girl... Alice, who's struggling to figure out her place in her own life story, and she goes through a long process to become strong and empowered. Now, I acknowledge at first glance, you might think, wow, this is an interesting movie to be tying into the dad-daughter relationship. But really, hang in there with me, and you're going to see the profound truth that actually is woven into this movie when it comes to this idea of muchness. So let me tell you a little bit about the movie. You already know it, Alice in Wonderland. But there's this teenager named Alice Kingsley, and she inadvertently stumbles down the rabbit hole. And in this version, it's the second time in her life. And so she finds herself trapped in this strange land, right? Her world's turned upside down and backwards. And she has no memory in this version of having ever been to Wonderland before. And then the Mad Hatter comes up. I told you it's Johnny Depp, kind of quirky guy. And he's telling her, you can't possibly be the real Alice. 
because he had met her years earlier, and he said, you don't look familiar, because see, she had grown up. But then the more he looked at her, he, he's kind of doubting, but he said, I don't think you could be the same Alice, because she was, here's the quote, much more muchier. Okay, I know you're thinking this is ridiculous, but track with me, because <laughs> it, it really, I have a point here. Then he hits a home run insult. That's what I'm calling it. When he boldly looks at her and says, actually, Alice, you've lost your muchness. Did you catch that? He looks at her and he goes, you've lost your muchness. In other words, she had it as a little girl. But now that she's in adolescence, it went somewhere and she didn't have it anymore. Here's what was crazy, you guys. When I first watched the movie, I had tears coming down my cheeks at that line. I was like, I can relate to that. And I sat there wondering, have I lost my muchness somewhere along the way too? Now, you might be saying, Michelle, what does muchness mean? Okay, you're a doctor, you know, you work in the field of psychology, you talk with people all the time. If you're using words like that, what's going on? Well, here's my definition of muchness. It's that part of a woman, a girl, your daughter, that's passionate and scared all at the same time. It's that part of her that sometimes wears you out, yet it's tied to her calling and gifting. It's that part of her that makes her uniquely spectacular. And for me, just like with Alice, the word much hasn't always been positive, right? He's like telling her you were much muchier, you've lost your muchness. I'll just tell you a couple quick stories about me in that area of being too much. Is report card year after year would say, Michelle talks too much. I can remember standing out in the hallway, fourth and fifth grade. Why? For talking. I just somehow couldn't seem to keep my comments to myself. Okay, who knew this would ever come in handy years to come? Ah, that's one of my points today. That, let's call it a gift, young, can be a challenge for parents and teachers. But later on, I wonder if that's part of a calling that we don't know when a daughter and a son, but I'm talking about daughters, are young. I can also remember I guess I would call this the second item in my too much folder in my brain, is that I dated a guy in my late 20s who would tell me all the time all the things that were too much. He literally used those words. He would say, I I used the words cute and awesome too much. I laughed too loud. It was too much that way. There was on and on all these things. I drew smiley faces too much. That's what even he would say. Why do you put those on notes? I don't know. I just did. So I began to shut down because I didn't want to be too much in order for him to like me. So this theme, this theme of too much runs very strongly through my entire life story. And the reason I'm telling you these too much stories is not only because I can relate to Alice. Somewhere along the way, I lost my muchness. I guess you could say it got lost in my teens and my 20s. And I began to open up conversations years ago and even recently with girls saying, can you tell me whether you've ever struggled with being too much? Because what happens to us as girls is we get messages from people around us that tell us whether we're too much or too little. And it goes deep inside to shape how we are. And I'm saying this to you dads. Are you ever in a position where you're telling your daughter you're too much? I know that happens because dads tell me that all the time. Yep, she's too loud. She's too emotional. She's too talkative. She's too reactive. She's too complaining. She's got too much attitude. 
okay, I get that you're there to shepherd the heart of your daughter, but it's more how you do it, how often you do it. How often are you saying pipe down less, be less? And I'm going to tell you an awesome story of a dad that got it right in that area in just a minute. But let me tell you about what one of my friends told me this week, actually, because I said, I want more too much stories. So this woman is 39 years old. She's married and has two daughters. Here's what she said. So mind you, she's looking back like three decades, right? She's going back to when she was little. She said, the message I got daily from my dad was that I was too much. I still struggle with it. What topped it off is that when I was eight or nine, I overheard my parents fighting. My dad was so over having me. He wanted to send me to an orphanage. He was dead serious. I'm not sure if I ever have fully healed from that. So I asked her, what do you mean my dad was so over having me? She said, he was just over having me as his child. I was one of six kids and I was too much. I was a handful. I was strong-willed and a bit wild at times. But my parents also had no clue what they were doing or how to raise me. My dad was always very abusive towards me, and I was his scapegoat. So the more he abused me verbally and emotionally, the more difficult I became. I just wanted to be loved and seen, even if that meant negative behavior. He never parented sacrificially. He wanted everything to be perfect with no work on his part. He would tell my mom over and over that his work was done as a dad because he brought us into the world. Isn't that powerful? I mean, heartbreakingly powerful. So I want to ask you, does that break your heart like it does mine? Here's what she went on to say when I asked her, what would you tell other dads who have daughters who are more than they can handle? Here's what she said. My advice is to look past her behavior while being willing to sacrifice it all for your daughter to see her heart and to understand that God is teaching you something about yourself through your kids. She said, my husband is doing this with my 16-year-old stepdaughter. She is putty in his hands, melts every time. Men need to know how to listen. A daughter might be too much for a dad to figure out or fix, but that's not his job. His job is to lead the way by example, to love, cherish, and sacrifice so she has stability in her life. An anchor. If men knew the impact that they have on their girl's view of God, they might try harder. I think they mean well. They just get overwhelmed by the drama, she put in quotes, that a girl can create. She just wants to know she is never too much and always loved, and also that her behavior is separate from who she is as a person. A dad needs to be able to explain. He may not always accept or allow behavior in a certain way, but let her know that she is always loved and always wanted. Isn't that good? Powerfully painful story Yet she now is speaking to you as dad saying, learn from my story. Here's what another one of my amazingly creative, gifted leader female friends shared with me about this theme of too much. She said, I had the best, and she she puts that in caps, highlight, you know, neon sign. I had the best, most God-loving dad in the universe, and yet he definitely made me feel like too much. He came from a family that had never attended college and had a lot of disdain for my desire to be a lawyer. I was an introvert in general, which he didn't understand, but an entertainer in public, which often embarrassed him. I knew he loved me, but I felt it was a reluctant kind of love. 
It wasn't until we were adults that we began to understand each other, and he was able to throw off a lot of his old view of men and women and embrace the call of God on my life. So dads, I want you to hear these stories that a lot of dads mellow later on. What if you, with younger daughters, were able to learn from those who are older than you and say, how do I throw off my judgments to want to shape my daughter to look a certain way while intensely loving her and shepherding her heart to really be all of who God created her to be? Does that make sense? And so when it comes to this whole idea of muchness, I want to ask you, has your daughter found or lost her muchness? Have you encouraged her to find her muchness by stepping outside of herself, out of her comfort zone, while you provide support? In fact, one of the dads in my ABBA project just took his daughter to Mexico in, I think it was after spring break or Christmas break, and he said, I want us together to do a medical mission where we're loving and serving people, but we're going to do it together. Man, that is a way, dads, to help your daughter find her muchness. I also want to ask you, is there a battle that she needs to face that inherently holds the key to her discovering and embracing her muchness? Because what I want you to know, dads, is now that I look, here I'm in my 50s, back at women that I've known throughout my life, many of those like me that were a bit much to handle that kind of, we have a lot of muchness that overwhelms our dads at times, actually are the women, when I look around me, that I'm seeing are leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, directors, uh, innovators, authors, speakers. These are women of influence. So if you can remember at the time where you're overwhelmed to look ahead and say, okay, right now she might be overwhelming, but I know the day is going to come where she's going to be doing amazing things beyond this moment right now. In fact, I even asked my dad, okay, dad, you had a too much daughter, me. What do you want to say to other dads? Here's what he said, chill. That was one of his things because he said, you have no idea how that will hold her in good stead as a grown up. you know, this personality now. He said, don't squelch that too muchness because it is enthusiasm in disguise and she'll do well in life. Remember that, he said. And he said, number three, you always know what she's thinking versus a quiet wallflower who is inhibited. Okay, again, this can even apply to an introverted daughter who may talk to her friends, but not you. But I like that. Well, if you have a daughter that's too much, you know what she's thinking. Here's the last thing he said. Wisdom from my dad. When it appears that your daughter is somewhat overwhelming and you're close to losing your joy, just remind yourself that she's a tenacious human being that is fraught with great possibility, and your job is to mold and help shape her character for the future. And when you do that, you can stand back and smile and just imagine the possibilities. Isn't that awesome? So if you're just joining me now, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisperer, and you're here listening to how a dad can help shepherd his daughter's heart when it comes to this concept of her possibly being too much. This is called Dad, Don't Let Your Daughter Lose Her Muchness. Okay, well, I want to go on by saying, if you've ever thought you're too much in relationship to your daughter, you're not alone. But remember that the bulk of this is hormonal. It's Not unusual for this to really rear its head around age 12, 13, 14, a lot of times lasting through adolescence because she has a lot of of estrogen running through her system that's affecting her thoughts, her moods, her behaviors, and this is normal adolescent development. 
So just remember that her muchness needs your maleness. So take a deep breath and remind yourself this season won't last forever, but then think ahead to the end of your life, kind of like my dad was saying, and ask yourself, what do I want my daughter to say about me? Then come back to now and respond with grace. Well, let's go back to the Alice in Wonderland movie, because I think you're going to love this part of the story, is that Alice gets to the point at the end of the movie where there's this huge dragon called the Jabberwocky, and she knows that he is really taking out his wrath on the, on the whole kingdom of Wonderland, and the Queen of Hearts is actually in alliance with him. And so it's up to her to save the kingdom. And I wish you could feel the impact of what happens here in the movie, so I'll do my best to capture it. So Alice finally steps forward. She has her sword in hand, and here's what she shouts out. Lost my muchness, have I? Oh my goodness, I love that. I love that line. Because something in her begins to emerge with confidence and strength. She holds up that sword in her right hand, and she's really talking back, probably to the Mad Hatter, like, Lost my muchness, have I? In other words, she's saying, it's on. I am going to step into my fear, go through it, and something is going to rise up because I care about these people, and I am not going to go down without a fight. I love that line. I don't believe that Alice probably even knew she had that kind of strength and courage in her, but the challenge in the moment allowed her to step up to the plate in a new challenge. With this new challenge... Being barraged by fear, yet she doesn't stay there. She moves past it. When I think about that line, lost my muchness, have I? I had to ask my friend Brooke Perry. She's been on this show because she has a tattoo on her arm that actually has those words. And she said, underneath those words, lost my muchness, have I, is a warrior princess with her eyes focused upward to God. Isn't that so cool. I mean, maybe, I know, maybe you don't want your daughter to have a, a tattoo with that on there, but I'm telling you, my friend Brooke loves that line so much and was so inspired by it that she actually has a permanent message on her body to remind her that she is strong. And what she wrote about it, because I asked her, tell me the story of this tattoo. She said, I was floored when I first heard that quote, and it stuck with me for a while. Then after going through the darkest season of my life, God told me it was time to stand and fight back, that he would be standing with me as my defender. It gave me the strength to look the devil in the face and walk forward in my God-given identity. Satan tried to make me feel like I was too far gone or too beaten down. And yet that scene where Alice stands up and realizes who she is and declares, lost my muchness, have I, before going out to battle the Queen of Hearts, was what flashed through my mind and kept me going. See, dads, we as daughters want to be the fierce warrior woman that we want to be and God wants us to be. And we need you believing in us, especially during those years and those times where we struggle to believe it ourselves. Well, I want to share a story with you now. I really know you're going to love this. I, I, I'm going to have my friend Lori Salerno Maldonado on my program one of these days, but I've got to tell you, she is one of the most muchiest girls, muchness girls I have ever met. We went to high school together at Portland Christian, graduated in 1978, and I'm telling you, she was this full of passion, vim and vinegar, you know what I mean? Like as a teenager. And I want you to hear how her dad cared for that kind of wiring in her 
because I think you as dads need a role model. Maybe you didn't have that with your dad. And I believe that Lori's dad, even though he's now in heaven, will serve to be that kind of a role model for you. She actually started a nonprofit called Celebrate Life International. She's a CEO where the goal is to transform at-risk youth into responsible citizens through a program that's called Teach One to Lead One. You may have heard it. She has her doctorate. She's written books. She speaks around the world. She meets with government officials. Listen to this. She was even mentored by Mother Teresa. Are you kidding me? Because she reached out. You see how her too much didn't have a lid on it. So I was so excited to ask her to share with you how her dad fanned into flame her muchness since she has a lot of it. Now, she's not used that term before, but what you'll hear in her responses is it really sticks, and she uses this word to explain how her dad shepherded her heart in this way. Here's what she said. My dad was not perfect, and there were many times that he was a great source of frustration for me. Thank you, Lori, for keeping it real. She said, however, I will say that he was my greatest cheerleader and my greatest mentor. From an early age, I was, as you call it, a muchness little girl, had a lot of feisty energy, had a lot of ideas, had a mouth. From the very beginning, my dad told me that my muchness, as you call it, was given to me by God. So it was never seen as a curse, but always seen as a blessing. And then as I got older, he really encouraged me to catch a vision for my life, which included that muchness. He would always say to me, I want you to think about all that you could be for God, and the sky is the limit. And because of your personality, because of your muchness, God is going to use you in a major way. She said, but it didn't stop there. He said, I'm going to take you to leadership meetings. He was a pastor, so he took me to pastor's meetings, pastor's luncheon, anywhere that I could see men and women who had muchness being used for the cause of Christ. He wanted me to see role models outside of our family of people who took their muchness and did something great for God. So I would go to these meetings, to these luncheons, even sometimes on overnights, where I'm sure that men and women might have been thinking, why is this pastor, Pastor Jerry Marvel, bringing his daughter Lori on these trips with him? But my dad would always say to them, because I believe God has a calling on her life and I want her to be exposed to people who have muchness. Then she said with laughter, on top of that, if that wasn't enough, he decided to teach me some skills. He told me in my early years of college, I'm going to teach you how to speak, how to tell a story, how to speak without notes, and how to memorize scripture. And she said this was way before I ever knew I was going to become a speaker. He said that because of your personality, Lori, your spiritual gifts, your muchness, as she's now calling it, he said somehow... Some way, God is going to use your capacity to speak in your favor. So I am going to help you relate to people from the stage. Then she said at the end of his life, in one of the last conversations that she ever had with him before he went to heaven, here's what her dad said to her. I know I've not always been perfect, and there were times you were frustrated with me, but I want you to know that I did everything in my power for you to experience the muchness of God. Don't you love that she's using that word now and how she's explaining the story? And she said that her dad told her, I wanted you to see that you could become the best version of yourself. Then he said, Lori, I've seen it with my own eyes how God has used your muchness for his glory. 
She said, from a tiny little girl to the day he left this earth, he celebrated my muchness. He saw it as a gift from God, and he helped me catch a vision for what that would look like. He exposed me to people who had used their muchness for the kingdom of God and for the good of humanity, and then he taught me skills that I still use to this day. I am so thankful to have had a dad who was intentional, who was faithful, and he parented me on purpose. Powerful words. Thank you, Lori Salerno Maldonado, for letting me tell your story. So today on your mark has been, Dad, don't let your daughter lose her muchness. I trust that you've been inspired by the stories that I've shared today. So Dad, today for your go step, between today and next week, I want to encourage you to tell your daughter that you want to help her find her muchness. Maybe you want to track down that movie and watch it together with her. Ask her, have you lost it? How can I help you find it? Then to your daughter, dream with her. Think beyond the four corners of her bedroom walls, beyond the city that she lives in, just like Lori's dad did, where he parented her on purpose, where you, like her dad, can help your daughter see the gifts that lie in her and then come alongside her and see them strengthened. So this week, dad, find one way that you can encourage your daughter to step out of her comfort zone in order to embrace her muchness. Well, as always, you can write me at drmichelle at thedadwhisper.com. Tell me things you want me to cover here. Go to my website at drmichellewatson.com where I have free resources. You can sign up for my Dad Daughter Friday blogs. You can also find a link to Amazon where you can buy my book, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, A Guide for Connecting With Your Daughter's Heart. Well, this wraps up another week's program. It's been great to have you here with me. Dads, get out there and intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's hearts. Go Dads!